Last night I had a dream that a dream came true. Last night I had a vision or rather a prompting of reality and that something I've been working for over a very long time comes to full fruition with just a drop of a email in my inbox. And I woke up immediately because it was almost so fearful that the fact that it's true now, all the doubt and the fear and anxiety and the unworthy narratives I would tell myself in my head is all of a sudden flushed down a toilet of stupidity because it's now all irrelevant in that the dreams that I pursue is now real and that we can more so be in the active state of that dream. And the turning point of that reality is that it's no longer a dream. Obviously, it's a reality and you have to be it because it's met you on the other side. The dream more so is hope in a way knocking on the door for faith to unlock it on the other side. And then you see yourself wake up and what is it now? It's no longer an act. It's it's who you are. And that pursuit of every said dreadful reality that you painted for yourself in the Ramas of uncertainty is no longer the comfort, but just something that you have to put in your past. In fact, you have no choice but to put it in your past because now you have to show up every day for the dream that you put so much abstraction effort into just someday happening, somehow unfolding. The dream, I am very confident that it will happen by the time I record another episode. Maybe I can confirm the dream was maybe an intuitive vision of mine during the sleeping hours of Earth's time for people to sleep. You know, I have a grave discordance for attention in that oftentimes I'll seek it and then when I get it, not feel anything, not feel the appreciation for respect once it's given to me by people or some type of accomplishment. Of course, it's different when you put your heart and soul into something for years or months rather in, for example, writing a book and then you know, there's really no immediate payoff for writing a book. Besides the fact that you can brag about it and there's a sense of pride in terms of, you know, people do respect you for completing books or just considering yourself a writer is somewhat a prestige title to hold as long as you are writing and being successful at it. And success is rather a 
arbitrary term because one writer's success may be completely different from another's writer's success. I, I put this in the same category as, for example, an athlete, and that if you are, let's say you're 30 years old, considering yourself an athlete, then you must be successful because you're 30 and you're an athlete. Because if you can say you're an athlete at that age, when depending on the sport, obviously with golf, you can be golfer up until maybe your 60s. But I mean, if you're a runner, play basketball, you box, 30s, the turning point of, you know, most athletes don't make it past that age, let alone professionally. Will they make money off of it unless they're modeling of some sort? But being an athlete, being a writer, you have kind of these hierarchy of success. Of course, you have the prodigies. You have the God-gifted, talented LeBron Jameses and the Tiger Woods and the, you know, Tom Brady's who are just gifted. And they're going to be athletes for much longer. But in the same sense, their work ethic work ethic is likely what separates them like a Kobe Bryant obviously he actually explained this to me not excuse me not to me but he explained this in a video I saw of him talking about patience and impatience and that patience is a happening if you really want something you have to be impatient you've got to get as close as possible to it every day by all means you have to push yourself beyond the pain beyond the doubt and as a writer myself I am very athletic at my age I would consider compared to general population of people not in the athletic space but considering what I do I can relate to an athlete and that once you do get to a certain point as a writer, you're either making money from it. In that regard, you are, by general terms, successful because a lot of writers don't make money. They do it as a hobby on the side creatively or they do it just when they can. And maybe they'll consider it as a side hustle. But even if you're writing books and making money, you're far beyond successful than the average person who just is afraid to even admit they have a journal. Of writing, but a point is that, like an athlete, typically you're, I guess, as an athlete, you're more successful or likely to be successful in your earlier days. Rather, as an athlete, you're successful in your earlier days versus as a writer, you kind of build up that confidence and maybe you're working full-time and doing it on the side and later in life or successful successful as a writer because you can kind of build it up but in the same sense compared to an athlete or just in general comparing the two titles athlete and writers they are both prestige titles in terms of the success rate because most people will give up on either one whether it's injury in athletics or just confidence level and skill and determination as a writer. One's 
Eh, actually, they're both rather mind and body because anxiety stops a lot of people from writing. They can't sit down, shut the fuck up, and write. As an athlete, it's pretty much the same thing because, I mean, you got to get off the couch. You got to do something. got to be 100 times more active than the average person to even be in the conditioning shape of an athlete, whether you're riding a bike, stationary, or whatever. But, of course, there's levels to it. There's writing a book writer. Then there's writing content, copyright writer. Athletics, of course, there's people who just go to the gym on the weekends or for 30, 45 minutes after work. Then there's, of course, people who have a lifestyle of athletics. There's levels to each one, but the success rate of either is almost of a dream works to even be in the category of whether you're a JR. What the fuck is her name? J.K. Rowling, R.L. Stein, whoever these writers are that I don't really pay much attention to because I'm not really looking over my shoulder in lanes four and six. I'm in lane five, leading my race. Ain't that a bitch? My fucking tire just popped. How the hell did that happen? Damn. That is such a bitch. It's just sitting right here too. Fuck. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <sighs> Anyways. It literally was just sitting right here. And just air just went out. Um... Well, that concludes my bike ride for the day. Gonna have to really engage the rider to get it. Engage the rider <laughs> and athleticize myself back to back home. But nonetheless, like a athlete, he finds a way. Like a rider, he writes his way out of the unexpected and makes the best of it you know um many things don't phase me or keep me so tethered in a way that it detours my goals or detours where i desire to be in life because i mean that's a mindset you have to grow and it's not always about confidence always say consistency does build character character builds rather perseverance and perseverance is what solidifies that character and the character is oftentimes who people like successful writers and athletes become and there's a change that people can see and feel when they meet them and there's this peculiar aura around them, no matter who they introduce themselves to. Some people have this and not even know it. I think some of the probably most common, probably the most common philosophy around that is the chi, the life force, and that literally writers drive life through a force of just creativity in general 
But this is Bud Talks, episode 360. And thank you for listening. I do have to now walk my bike to the max station and <laughs> can't ride it, obviously. But this will be an interesting remainder of the summer because things are always turning in the word of worlds. The world of words. Good morning, good evening, good night. Bye-bye.